Hello and welcome back to the Future Healthcare Today podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Tierney, and in our last episode, we discussed some of the basics surrounding the novel solution known as a reference-based pricing model, or an RBP. An RBP model is, in the simplest terms, an open-source alternative to a traditional PPO, where prices are shared among payers, providers, and members in the hope that newly developed technologies can help offset rising healthcare costs. Joining us again are Mary Pankuch, Senior Vice President of Product Strategy at Payer Compass, and Eric Russell, Director of Network Operations at Zealous, whose invaluable insights last episode helped set the stage for our conversation today. So if for whatever reason you missed the previous installment, I recommend going back and giving that a listen, as it provides important context for the remainder of our conversation. So Eric, we kind of left off discussing the ways that the No Surprises Act and the RBP model interact. And Mary shared with us, you know, what seemed like a lot of benefits in that specific instance. But I'm hoping we can take a step back here and, and look at the big picture. You know, if you could just, in so many words, describe the useful benefits of utilizing an RBP model over a more traditional model and just kind of give us your insight as to what people can expect. Yeah, so big picture, uh, RBP puts money back into the hands of everyone in the self-funded community from the employer paying for the benefit to the members saving on care expenses to the stop loss carriers and the third party administrators that have that operational uh, expenses. Our clients can save up to 25% more than a traditional network plan and realize roughly 73% cost savings on individual healthcare claims when using a RBP product. Uh, so that's some good news. Um, ultimately, RBP gives freedom of choice. That's a theme that we've been discussing about today. And uh, it, it does that through an open uh, access concept. And so what's that mean? Uh, in a PPO model, members seek medical services through a defined network. So it's in network or out of network at the doctor or facility isn't on the list they can't go. Uh, and that's not the case with RBP. Uh, this type of plan allows um, folks to remove barriers uh, where they you know, may not have been able to go to a provider that they uh, prefer um, because of that in or out of, kind of network concept. Um, this RBP allows folks to choose uh, the providers uh, that meet their preferences most. Um, it's hard to believe, but but it's true. Um, and with a more affordable, accessible care, RBP creates the opportunity for a healthier employer population. Uh, and it's, you, you know, you can't put your arms around all of that type of uh, return as well. Uh, by altering the way, uh, by altering the way healthcare is priced using a reference point of Medicare as the baseline, which is what uh, Mary was describing earlier. Confusion is eliminated uh, and clarity gained. And some of the kind of large common benefits that we see when folks uh, choose to integrate a reference pricing model into their plan offering is that they get to keep costs under control by really leveraging an established pricing benchmark of Medicare. Uh, we empower members with the freedom to choose their preferred healthcare providers, that whole open uh, 
access concept. Uh, and then lastly, we have configurable network replacement solutions to fit our clients' needs. We know that they interact with a variety of different requirements and, and needs and how to best service those needs. Our flexible and configurable RBP solution includes uh, wrapped physician-only networks, customized narrow network options, and then full replacement options as well. We know payers need uh, all of those options uh, to fit within their uh, kind of tool set for uh, helping folks solve problems and, and we're here to help. Well, with all those benefits in mind, you know, what should someone in, you know, say a self-funded employer group or uh, a third-party administrator, what should they look for when selecting a reference-based pricing vendor? And, and Mary, I'll, I'll pose that one to you. Really, for a TPA or broker or even a self, uh, self-funded employer, a direct employer, they really should be looking for a partner to support their RBP plan that offers not just pricing and reimbursement services, but really services that support the member. So it's really important that one of the, the cornerstones in an RBP plan is really supporting the member. It's driving that awareness of provider quality, what it costs. So patient advocacy programs are super important in an RBP space because it's often working with the member to educate them, to get them out of the mindset of having a PPO network, um, but also having the willingness to have the patient advocates advocate to a provider to gain acceptance of the RBP plan. So oftentimes our advocates are working with the members, but also getting on the phone with employer, I'm sorry, providers um, in order to educate the provider on what the RBP plan will pay. Um, and through that, we gain acceptance for the members going forward. So uh, we actually have tools for our members to use um, to, to access providers we've already educated or have confirmed acceptance of their health plan so that they know that they're going to be safe going to certain providers. Um, other times we just need to spend a little bit more time with the member and the provider to educate them on the plan. So advocacy is going to be key. And when it comes to advocacy, it's someone standing up for the member to get uh, RBP plan acceptance, but also educating uh, the provider. You also want to make sure you have a balanced bill resolution partner. So what that means is some does go to a provider uh, in RBP, the provider accepted them. However, now there's a balanced bill. So you want to make sure that you have a team of resolution experts uh, that can resolve balance bills on behalf of the member. Um, your preferences that you want um, uh, your partner to have less than 2% um, of balance bills being generated through their RBP plan. So really having the patient advocate, working with the member and the provider, uh, having the resolution uh, experts to resolve balance bills, get on the phone with providers. Our goal is always to not only resolve the bill, but also see if we can get the provider to accept going forward the RBP plan, knowing that they're going to get reimbursed a fair rate. And in cases where 
we can't resolve the bill with our resolution advocates. Having a, a sound legal support team, ex, as we call it like an escalation point where if it gets to a point where we can't resolve the balance bill, we have a partner that comes right alongside us that says, here, we'll take it from there. Um, and they can employ, you know, further formal um, methodologies in order to work with the finance areas and uh, facilities or with a provider. And, and as I go down a list of all these different services, you really want to get as many of the services that support your health plan with with a single vendor because you want less handoff. Um, so the member feels like they're being well taken care of, not just pushed off to somebody. Um, our advocates are very well versed on pre-service advocacy but, and post-service advocacy with the balanced bill, uh, having clinical staff. Um, engaged in the advocacy and saying, hey, if you're if you're calling in for a provider because you need to go get an MRI, does your plan require you to get utilization review? Hey, by the way, I can get you to a UM person so you can get uh, that approved so you can have your services. Um, and then, of course, tying it all together with the claim um, pricing uh, so that everything runs smoothly from the pre-service advocacy provider gaining acceptance, provider gets paid um, based on what uh, they had agreed to. So um, really making sure that you're working with a single vendor, bringing multiple vendors, an advocacy vendor and a, a medical management vendor and a pricing vendor and other, other uh, services in makes it somewhat cumbersome and confusing to the member, especially when you're working to educate them um, on how to really be a medical consumer and, and really learning how to get out of the traditional PPO network world. For our second to last question, I wanted to reference the fact that there was this you know, recent acquisition by Zealous of Payer Compass uh, and recognizing that we have both uh, you know, individuals from both companies and to see you know, if either of you or both of you can share just what people can expect uh, in the RBP market going forward and and any major news that's come out of this merger you'd like to share with the audience? I look at it as a huge infusion uh, into RBP. Um, Pair Compass definitely had a, a, a well-established RBP offering to support health plans when it comes to claim pricing and editing. Uh, our advocates do very well um, and take uh, pride in servicing the members and working with providers to gain acceptance and working on behalf of the members. Um, I look at it as, just like I said in the previous segment, on um, what you should be looking for in a vendor. Sometimes we have to have networks that supplement or complement um, a plan in certain geographic areas. And Zealous brought that to the table. That's something where we always had to have member, you know, I said, the less vendors, the better, keep it together so that the member feels uh, well um, supported. Uh, having Zealous with Payer Compass, it just infuses the RBP experience so that we don't have to hand it off to another um, uh, entity in order to have a, maybe a narrow network or a hybrid situation with an RBP plan. So I'm really excited that here we we can really provide good solutions. We don't have to have the handoff and we can get the big picture um, in perspective for both the health plan in order for them to save money, but really take care of the members. 
Barry, I really liked the word of fusion there. I think that describes it um, in a great way, paints that picture in a great way, uh, combining the member empowerment uh, tool set and, and self-service tool sets, as well as the network management capability, putting that uh, together under one roof, so to speak, ultimately is going to uh, best serve members, which then, you know, uh, helps uh, payers along the way, bringing uh, new folks into an RVP model. So I think that was a, a perfect way to describe it um, and excited for what the future holds with, with both things under one roof. I know a lot of people will be very interested in what's going to be coming in the future of the RBP. So we will be uh, we'll be waiting with bated breath to see what you all come up with next. Now, before I let you go, I just wanted to see Mary Eric if you had any final thoughts to share with our audience. I'm just excited that RBP is gaining momentum in healthcare. I personally have experienced negative PPO network impacts in healthcare for my family and really have taken more control over healthcare uh, personally by continuing to learn from the RBP space. Um, it, folks really need to have um, the ability to control their healthcare. They need to be able to go see who they want to see and really understand the downstream impacts, just like buying a car, just like buying a TV. We, we hold the responsibility of how we spend our money and take care of ourselves and our family. So I'm super excited, not only for the RBP concept to be growing in momentum, but the but the tools that both Payer Compass and Zealous can bring to the table in order to enhance that experience and that momentum and that movement going forward. Yep. Kevin, thank you for allowing us to uh, hosting us today and allowing us to come together and, and share a little more detail about reference-based pricing. Oh, I assure you, it's my pleasure. It's always really great to get insights from some talented and experienced individuals in the healthcare industry. So Eric, Mary, thank you both again for joining us today. Uh, I will look forward to our next conversation. Us too. Thanks for taking the time with us. Yep. Kevin, thank you for having us on today and looking forward to what the future holds, not only in the market, but also uh, the continued effort between Zealous and Pair Compass. And thank you to our listeners. To learn more about the best practices, lessons learned, and proven strategies for using innovative technologies to address the healthcare industry's most pressing challenges, please visit futurehealthcaretoday.com. I've been your host, Kevin Tierney, and until we talk again, so long.